Welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm welcoming Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method, and Lee Canelli, her director of training and her fiance, to the podcast. (laughs) Um, Liz Hilliard is a business owner, an author, a motivational speaker, personal and group trainer, and owner of and creator of the Hilliard Studio Method, um, which if you live in Charlotte, North Carolina, you've heard of. And she has, I know, stretched uh, her her business. Uh, I heard on her podcast, which is called um, Be Powerful with Liz and Lee, that she was in Charleston recently and they're building their business. Um, and it's been incredible to watch it. And and Lee comes from um, the teaching a teaching background, and and now she's their director of training, as I mentioned. Uh, welcome, hello. Thank you. Thank you. We're so <laughs> happy to be here, Lori. So, Liz, um, why don't you say hello? Because and then I'll be able to di- the audience will be able to differentiate your voices. Absolutely, I'm Liz, and I'm <laughs> so happy to be here with you, Lori. This is this is fun. Yeah, it's good to see you in person, sort Thank of you. on the screen. Thank you. And if you go on YouTube, you can watch it. And then, and then Lee, if you want to say hello. Hi, everybody. I'm also <laughs> glad to be here. So thank you. Good. I want to tell you that I had a thousand questions to ask you. I've done like a deep dive into your backstory, your personal story. And, and I, you know, since this is a relationship oriented podcast, I want to just dive in. I mean, obviously we can do everything about where you grew up and, you know, yeah. you know, wh- what everything you've done. But I think it's so much more interesting to talk about y- y'all. I mean, I, we want, I want, I want people to know your journey and what you have gone through to become the people who you are and, and off, living an authentic life, you know, essentially. And I'm really ho- hoping that it, it brings somebody some, some, some strength and hope if they're in a, in any kind of a dark place because you guys have been there and you've come out the other side from what I understand. So t- tell us about you. Tell us about your, um, your story. You're going to take <laughs> this one? You want me to take this? <laughs> this uh, well, thank you, Lori. Um, our story is unique, mm. I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, we were both heterosexual women or I want to speak for myself, but I okay. can speak for you on the heterosexual front. Mm-hmm. Um, we are both heterosexual women living our lives, being friends, very, very good friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, in really and truly in a shocking way, we had a change. <laughs> How do you say that? Lee? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I, I, I recently wrote an article about this that's coming that's in the Huffington Post that's coming out tomorrow (laughs) and um it's about how shocking it was to be friends I've been married for 37 years um Lee how long you've been married 12 12 so we have been in heterosexual relationships all of our lives and we're shocked to find that we were um I was an instant attraction to Lee not the minute I met her but about 
four plus years ago now. Right. Um, I, it just, it, I, I described that in a story I've just written about how that really was a shock, like an electric shock to me. Whereas one day she's just leaving our director of training and yeah. uh, we were having a particularly tough day one day and she came up and put her arms around me in her usual way. She's a big hugger and yeah. said, look, everything's going to be fine. I've got your back. Everything's good. And mm -hmm. I literally felt a surge of change. And mm -hmm. that's when I knew I was definitely either going crazy. I knew immediately that I needed to push her away because I didn't understand the feeling I was having. So right. that was an odd day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think there are a lot yeah. of reasons why there was that Mm -hmm. push away I mean yeah. so for a little context I started working for Liz in about 2012 I took a class started training kind of immediately Laurie as you mentioned I was a school teacher loved yeah. to exercise and just started working for you and so we developed this really deep close friendship I mean mm -hmm. Liz is 26 years older than I am as she said we were both married I had two children at the time I mean right. this was not you know, a matchmaking right. <laughs> scenario or one we ever thought would be one. Um, yep. And so I think the beauty of it is that we developed such a strong just bond as friends. Friendship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we started to go through similar, you know, but very different because everybody's marriage is very different situations mm -hmm. in our own marriages and we're sounding boards really for each other. And at mm -hmm. some point realized we were on the same path out of our marriages and it was very shocking to start to be on a path towards you in a relationship that was romantic. Yeah. So as you can imagine, the upheaval of me being who I, and, and Lee too, and, yep. but in this small pond we all live in, yes. I, I'm sort of well-known people know who I am. Yeah. And, and you're a leader and an influencer in the community for sure. And, well, and so there I was um, with everything to lose. And so immediately mm -hmm. I denied it to myself. I denied it to the world. Um, mm -hmm. I denied it to people around me that loved me and supported me. And mm -hmm. it was very, very difficult to find the courage to live what really, remember I've written a book called <laughs> Be Powerful, Finding Your Strength at Any Age. And mm -hmm. literally it's about authenticity and about mm -hmm. owning your space, walking through your, walking your path, finding your uniqueness, your, your beauty, your, your person inside of you that is the great, you know, the, the person you are and really opening to that. So in writing the book, I think Lee and I were together and that somewhat mm -hmm. was a beginning of that opening, but I didn't mm -hmm. know it. And then even when I felt it, I denied it. And so right. the courage it took, I think for both of us, um, you know, I would like to, I, I can only speak for myself. I was already breaking up a marriage of 37 years. This was a marriage on life support, mm -hmm. which by the way, I do want to shout out to my ex-husband. I think it's important here. Yeah. Um, when a marriage has run its course, it doesn't mean that it's a failure. I think it means that it has run its course. Yeah. I have nothing but love and respect for my ex-husband. And mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, when, and I'll back up and tell you about the rumors, but you, you probably, there was rumors around the town and people thought mm -hmm. the worst of, of Lee and I, because mm -hmm. they see the obvious attra uh, right. attraction. And so when I went to my ex-husband and finally told him what was mm -hmm. going on, he was the very first supporter of Lee and I. So mm -hmm. I don't care what he ever does in his life. He will, I will be his defender and supporter of the rest of his life because 
that's really the way love goes. You know, it's not, the hurt had already passed us. I mean, the hurt is always there in divorce, Yeah. but the sharp pains of a hard marriage were behind us. Yeah. And so he was big enough and strong enough to stand beside me. That meant right. everything. Yeah. That shows true love. That it really like does. Lasting love. Yeah. yeah. And, and respect. Right. Um, and plus, but you know, this was a new feeling for Lee and I, I remember yeah. being just like, Oh my gosh. And, and what you don't know about me is I'm like a bull in a china shop in some ways. I, I push head on and if there's something going on that I need to either make a change or do something, I immediately address things. I don't let them sit. I don't ruminate. I don't think okay. about it. I go straight at it. So right. <laughs> you kind of went straight at me. So I rounded on Yeah. But no, I was like, I was, I felt like a teenager. I was like, okay, I'm going to invite her to dinner tonight. This is like right around the time all this is coming down. Because I'm having okay. these feelings that she, she throws her arms around me. I'm like, this is so wrong. I'm obviously insane. Right. And I'm, you know, what is the matter with me? I probably yeah. need to go into deep therapy and, you know, change all kinds of things <laughs> in my life. Um, and so <laughs> I, I invited her to dinner. I texted her. She attacked, you know what, you know how it feels when they text right back. Like she yeah. texts right back. She goes, Yeah, I'll meet for dinner. I'm like, okay, we've had dinner a thousand right. times, right? We've yeah. we have been families together, I, my daughter, all of us. We just are best buddies. But yep. this was different. And she got right back. And we went to dinner. And after dinner, I we sat on my back patio and I said to her, I'm having these feelings that are not the normal feelings I've always loved you as a friend but mm -hmm. this feels very different and expansive and I couldn't put words to it and yeah. I just sort of like eased into do you feel any of this <laughs> yeah and what did you say how quickly did you realize it after that hug Lee um I, it's like an energy shifted so yeah. I didn't feel it at that immediate time that you did but the way mm -hmm. we began to interact just felt a little different I mean okay. there was nothing that poignant or out of the ordinary but I could feel a difference and then once you said it it was very simple for me to say yeah me too right <laughs> and and yeah but that doesn't make me sound like the aggressor, right? No, because right. It was very mutual. It wasn't yeah. more preying on your, no, your was, employee, which was one right. of the, you know, there were, in a small town like Charlotte, yeah. there's a, there's a rumor mill and it's very mm. vicious sometimes. And, and we, mm -hmm. I, I totally get it. How bizarre was this? Right. It had to be the greatest, you know, <laughs> dinner table here's, conversation. Here's some great dinner table conversation. Can you believe this? Um, and and I, one get of them, I get that. Yeah, I, I get it too. But one of them was that I was sort of aggressive and actually Lee was pretty aggressive because when I tried to call <laughs> it off, you were like, nope, that's not going to happen. That shit <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I did not. I said, I literally denied it. And I said, no, we're not doing this any further. And she said, mm -hmm. yes, we are. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you really, you both felt the force and then right. you just had to, continue on yeah and that that lightning bolt moment I don't know if you guys believe in this or not but you know I I believe that we have we have soulmates in life and that we get that lightning bolt when we when we meet somebody and sometimes it doesn't happen for a minute it it happened with me with my husband I was friends with him for two years he was younger than me so I didn't think about him in college and then all of a sudden I had that lightning bolt like he's the one in my it was like a whispering in my ear yeah. And then once you get that calling, you can't go back. 
it's like a knowledge that this is, this is your person. You can't think your way out of your heart. No, your heart, you really you can't. When you get that Cupid era deep into your heart, it literally can happen in an instant, I believe. Yep. You can't think your way out of that. You can't no. think your way out of that. Right. And I think there's a lot of reasons why that lightning bolt occurs for some people because I don't mm-hmm. want anybody listening to be like, well, I haven't felt that or I really right. am in love with my partner and haven't felt that. But I think yes. in some instances when there is such love and trust and respect in a relationship that just promotes that kind of strong, intense energy. And I think that's for people who do get to feel it, it's pretty, pretty amazing, but it's not the only way, but I think it just speaks to the strength of the partnership. Right. And it's, it's, it's sort of lasting too. It's It is lasting. How is this relationship different than relationships you've had in the past with other people? Good question. That's yeah. Well, for me, it really is just 100% partnership. Mm -hmm. Um, Not only do I enjoy being with Liz all the time, I mean, obviously, I work for her, so we're together Mm -hmm. at work all the time. We spend our time together up to kind of grown teenage children. So custody Mm -hmm. wise, we're one week on and one week off. So I live in a different place with them. And then weeks on with, um, with you. So there is that really nice balance where we kind of go, okay, and oh my God, I really miss you. And it's kind of hard. It is hard because it's not in quotes mm-hmm. normal, but for now mm-hmm. it, it works for us. And so just being together and the interests we have together are really great. In addition, I think our personalities, like you and the bull in the China shop, bull in the China shop, and I am a little more reserved and, mm-hmm. um, sensitive and all those things Mm -hmm. you know I think we balance each other out but Liz also pushes me out of that comfort zone so I feel more strong and more myself than I ever have so I know that I can be myself I can say anything that I'm feeling and know that it's a safe place with her yeah that's the beauty of it. I, I don't know if, because uh, I've had a lot, you know, I was married a long time, but I had several, mm-hmm. you know, heterosexual relationships. And by the way, never, never a relationship with a woman, never mm-hmm. had a feeling for a woman. Yeah. Um, but so I can speak to what Lee and I have. It's just a, the difference is it's easy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like pushing the easy button. It's mm. women tend to understand one another and talk things through and, and respect, I mean, get each other pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, we, when we have differences, it's on the table quickly. It's not, there's, you don't have to, we just have an easy way of getting through uh, any controversy. And so that when you can, when you're able just to relate to one another so deeply and, and easily, then you are opening yourself to a lot more joy and fun in your relationship and I think we have in the even in the worst of times a really joyful fun existence together Mm -hmm. life together so and I think that part is what keeps that energy and that spark going yes I mean I know that if people do get in rut sometimes the advice is like just go do something fun like take the pressure off the table and I think that's the natural existence for us that keeps that really at the forefront yeah, it's more organic yeah. the way it's happening it's with you. It's totally organic. And, yeah. and we don't have a lot of, oh, I wonder what she'll think of if mm. I ask for this question. We're just open books to each other. And mm-hmm. we're like joyful little kids, like, because we're doing things that we've never done before. You like know? what? 
Well, like, no, I'm like, like, what? Woman, <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. Like, There's that. I'm sorry. Like, let's just talk about, you know, no, not going into detail, but that's a, that's a whole different ball that wax. Yeah. It's <laughs> totally different. And, yeah. and really, I mean, you can't imagine how, because neither one of us had any of that experience, right? How awkward and fun and hilarious and serious and terrorizing it was all at one time. I cannot, I cannot imagine. I have not been in, in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it speaks to fluidity. So I've heard that you don't sort of define yourself as gay mm-hmm. um, and maybe, or maybe that's changed since some of the interviews that I've delved into in the past, but how do you associate with the LGBTQ community in any kind of way? Like what, what is, tell us more about that. Um, I would like to support the LGBTQ plus community in every possible way. And Mm -hmm. because we say that we are not quote unquote lesbians, because we, I I feel that is another box that I would put myself into, put myself Mm -hmm. into a limitation. Mm -hmm. And I I truly believe that every human being is on a spectrum of Mm -hmm. everything, sexuality, Mm -hmm. love, everything. And so I just feel it's the human condition to mm-hmm. fall in love, be with the people that are you're attracted to, whether it's mm-hmm. a male, female, I, all of it. And so I want, we're new to this. Mm-hmm. And so we always, I worry, and I think both of us worry that if we don't say, oh, we're lesbians, that we might be offensive in some way to the, to that community. And okay. in, in, in the, it's the opposite. Right. We're trying to find our way there. We feel like we're almost, um, you know, we're newcomers. And so therefore mm. we haven't really put our time in. <laughs> right. It's like we yeah. haven't fought a good fight. We didn't yeah. have to like come out of the closet as right. teenagers or young adults oh. and, it, it, you know, weren't discriminated, te- you know. Right. We, we right. were really discriminated against for being lesbian and gay. Probably our relationship was right. on the question mark for something no we got we got raked over the coals but that's as an adult human being that has made the choice to mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. uh, my heart breaks for and goes out and want and there here's the community I would like to help are the younger people mm-hmm. that you know they feel these things and they feel mm-hmm. them early and mm-hmm. they need respect and they need support yeah. and yeah. so it, yeah that's I think that's where I would like to help in that community or any way I could, you know, honestly, it's just new. And we're also kind of new to being minority. Yeah. Which we have been privileged white women uh, forever. And so mm-hmm. we react out of that space as well. We don't react with, uh, we just expect everyone to accept us. Right. 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 <laughs> and we're like, what? You don't? What? Yeah. what? Right. <laughs> you won't let me in your club? What? <laughs> Have you had any fallout from, from this? Oh, goodness, yeah. Tell, oh, yeah. tell us about that a little bit. Uh, well, fallout from... Uh, from coming with, out and from breaking up, you know, two marriages. Yeah, yeah. You know, the whole thing. Family. I mean, forever, I was uh, the, the spouse of a wife of a very prominent country club here in town, and mm-hmm. that's not going to happen anymore. Um, right. I, mean, I wanted to join, right? So right. that And then, um, and, you know, we I found mean, that friends. I, I think... W- I can speak like studio part, right? Like all Mm -hmm. our clients. What I think probably happened there was Liz shows up with every day, a smile on her face, caring about the clients. And that's Mm -hmm. what I do as well. So Mm -hmm. I think when you present yourself just exactly who you are and say, I'm here for you, 
I mean, people come back for the workout and for that. And so I think there probably are some clients that we have that are at the beginning, at least we're like, whoa, that's what do I do here? And then, but they realize like, this is a place that makes me feel accepted myself. Mm -hmm. And this is the place where it's all about community and feeling strong and powerful and good. And we just have always tried to deliver that. And so I don't think there's been a long-term fallout there. I think when you show up as yourself, people respect that. As a matter of fact, yeah, I I gotta interrupt because that the opposite has happened in the studio, Mm. opposite. So the people that you would assume or think or prejudge to think would judge you badly Mm -hmm. uh, have stood behind us because Mm -hmm. we have always stood behind them. And that still surprised me. I want you to know because some of these people I know disagree with this lifestyle. They think it is a sin. They have mm. issues with it. But that's the beauty of my studio, Hilliard Studio Method, and the powerful, be powerful on the wall mm-hmm. is to accept people and find their power wherever they are in that place in their life. And we have done that. I've done that since I opened the doors. And we have mm-hmm. done that as a couple. And, and what we have gained from that, I believe, or what our clients and friends have gained that have stuck with us are that it doesn't matter who you are. You have challenges in life and you, and you own it, you know, we've owned Mm -hmm. it now. So maybe they've got an issue with a a relationship with a friend or a marriage or or child or something. Mm -hmm. You you go forward with it. You push forward and you, 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 you get, you address it. And so I'm about empowering and an overused term for sure, but it's truly empowering women and men to be more, do be authentic period, because Mm -hmm. we carry around big boxes and shells of what society expects us to be. And we are afraid because what if they find out who we really are? And so my studio, I hope is a safe place for that. And I want those people to feel always open and and we it's amazing what physical fitness opens up right. hearts and minds and emotions yeah you know? so yeah I think as I think about it um you know people walk into your studio wanting to improve themselves and here they see the two of you constantly growing constantly changing constantly evolving and they're like well if they can do it then I can do it and hopefully are more accepting of who they are both physically and mentally and the people around them Yes. And, you know, Myers Park, which is where your studio is, it's, it's like a little yes. bit of a bubble in Charlotte, right. like think yeah. like high society people that are listening. Right. Um, and, um, you know, there's definitely people, some folks might be like in a box where they don't know anyone that's different from them. So sure. here you have presented your situation and yeah, there might be some people that left, but the rest of them are there thinking, well, you know, it may not be for me, but it's for them. But who knows? They might have a child, an aunt, an uncle. Right. They might come across somebody and be like, oh, that's just like Liz and Lee. So yeah, they right. have a little bit of a frame of reference with the lifestyle and everything else. And they can see two beautiful women who are living their lives to its fullest, authentically giving back to the community and only wanting to help. And that's that's what you exude. Thank you. Thank you. That's what, that's, that really is the point <laughs> and, and honestly mean, it's just being yourself no matter what yourself is and no matter who yep. you are is going to do that for other people right they're going to yeah. go oh, look at him or her yeah they you know oh, and it's not about not being afraid you're going to be afraid right. all the time yeah it's about 
walking through the fear and that's right and owning your own self and knowing yourself well hopefully well enough that you have the courage to walk through it because if we hold back we just we just stay in the same place and we're it's just we we hurt ourselves and each other yeah yeah Yeah, and life life is just way way too short for that yeah um tell us a little bit more about people pleasing and like learning to put yourselves first I know right as you said that Liz just looked directly at me (laughs) the queen the queen of people pleasing and they have the throne right now go thank Mm. you no what do you want to know Laurie Well, have you, do you find sometimes or in the past, and maybe that's shifted for you that you were putting other people first and not yourself and you know, how damaging was that for you and your psyche? I mean, uh, probably very damaging. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think there's nothing wrong with caring about other people. I mean, that is just who I am, but at the sacrifice of who you are, that's where you have to find the awareness to draw the line and see what practices and things you're doing to perpetuate what can really be toxic. I mean, I wanted to please probably my parents, the -hmm. society I grew up in, I definitely wanted to please myself. I mean, I definitely put the most pressure on myself. So it's not a blame game of what what others have done to me. I mean, it's who I am and got approval from that. And so Mm -hmm. when you get approval for a behavior, you keep going, right? And so it worked for me for a very long time, but Mm -hmm. I didn't develop the skills to address confrontation and speak up for myself. And if I Mm -hmm. did, then that created conflict, which was too hard for me to deal with. Therefore, I go back into myself and create a little resentment bubble going forward, which is just really no good for anybody. And so, you know, have I shaken that all the way? No. Have I come a long way? (laughs) Come a long way? I hope so. Incredibly. Um, And it's just a balance between you know, is there a way to reframe what people pleasing is? Can you please yourself and not disappoint yourself and then give and care for others instead of just be there to please others? You can. And that's what that is. Right. That's sort of the goal. And, and, and I, I'm, all of us are people pleasers in some way because we all want to be accepted. So what are we going to do? We're going to give people what they want, sometimes at the sacrifice of who we are. Yep. And so I do the same thing. Sure. And, uh, but that's the point. And, and then when you can really have already filled your own bucket full of who you are, and then you give yourself to people, mm. you're really giving yourself to people and they feel that, you know, yeah. uh, I, I don't want people to give themselves to me and be that martyr that you yep. can almost see that energy yep. coming at me going, Oh, she's going to want me to go and praise her or something yeah, or, yeah. Them or whatever. So no, that's just, that's just, that's a negative energy. But I, I was sort of kidding. I think you've done an incredible turnaround yeah. basically. Yeah. Because I um, had to, I mean, yeah. you know, when you get to the point where you've been married for as long as you have, as long as I had, had children, um, no one in my family, on any side has been divorced. My mm. in-law family, what, you know, Christian family, Catholic mm. families. Mm-hmm. this is a big deal for yeah. me to get divorced and be in a same-sex marriage yeah. and you know i could have marriage yet well right it's <laughs> coming right <laughs> <Same-sex relationship. laughs> we'll, see. we'll see but to even just 
take that step mm-hmm. surely was an evolution and growing oh, yeah. from, from people pleasing and going, no, I know yeah. that this isn't the place where my ex-husband or I need to be. This isn't the place where my children need to be. And mm-hmm. we all need to be in a, a better place. So I think I did okay. I think she's pretty strong. I, I think that you're very courageous because you had two options. You could move forward or you could get okay. sick. Yes, yes. Like really sick. And so in a way, the, the, the fact that you acted quickly on this is was really to your benefit. Right. If yeah, you really you. think about it. Because I, I mean, it's, it's going to rot you from the inside out. Exactly. And I think it's hard for people to get divorced, especially when they have children. Oh, yeah. And it was important me for me to get divorced because we had children. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to live exactly. the the truth and know that it's can be really messy, mm-hmm. but that there is another side. And you know, I think I don't know. You're doing a great <laughs> job. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say that well, but no, you said that very well. That I mean, it is messy. Life is messy. Uh, very side of a of a family unit is mm-hmm. simply that it's a facade. And yes, there's all those studies that says male or whatever two parents in the home and all that sort of thing. But what mm-hmm. is the, what is the ultimate goal of a parent to model mm-hmm. the behavior that you would hope your children would respect? They don't mm-hmm. have to grow up and become gay or lesbian. That what they need to become is who they are. And, That's right. and you, they might not thank you for it ever, right? But, or they might. Yeah. And um, I, you know, it wasn't easy for my grand, grown child either. It's right. very yeah difficult and what I find is the younger like my grandchildren are you kidding me we are like (laughs) oh by the way I'm like with Lee now but it's sort of like being married like you and you know your mommy and daddy they're like oh good can we go to the pool now I mean (laughs) yeah so they're just like you know and how beautiful is that right so they don't and I love my I love my grandchildren so much and they they're they're growing up with this as an example as well that's right you know, it doesn't seem to be a hardship for them. And no. they will grow up with an understanding that. 100%. That yeah. And, th- and think about all the people that they're going to help. And I mean, that generation in itself is so much yeah. more expanded. They are. Terms, oh, wow. It's such a remarkable thing to watch truly. Yeah. Um, and, and what about your, your kids, Lee? How, how are they now with everything that's, that's passed? I mean, I think like everything, it's a work in progress, right? So there's times when I go, everybody's cruising and this Mm -hmm. is great. And I have luckily very healthy, happy, productive Mm -hmm. schools, good kids, you know, fingers crossed every day. Mm -hmm. And then half the time I go, oh my God, let's all go to therapy right now because, (laughs) you know, this is (laughs) going to scar that, right? They're teenagers, period. So it's hard enough. Yeah. And I've always come from the place where I just want to be 100% present and mm-hmm. loving towards them and show them that, that I love Liz, that that's a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. that I am strong in my own independence and mm-hmm. that I'm there for them, whatever they need. And, you know, we take it as it comes. I, I'm so proud of them and I feel really good about it. I right. love that. And yeah. I know Liz, Liz, you've shared your journey with your daughter and yes. different things with that. And how, how are things now? There, oh, um, we we are evolving literally every day, and it, it it what how shocking could that possibly have been for an adult yeah. child, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, and again, I I try to head things off as quickly as possible, which uh, <laughs> can lead to messiness, and um, 
yeah, when the, the way I had to drop the bomb on my daughter was messy and I wasn't very eloquent with it. And so we've had to work through it and it's a, it literally is a work in progress, but at the end of the day, um, our relationship remains solid because we love each other. And that's really what is important. And we respect one another and that's what's really important. So yeah, no, it's a, it's a continual evolution, but the other part of that evolution is it doesn't have to be tied up in a neat bow and gone. And now we're done. And now we're all fixed up. Isn't this fun? Yeah. To me, it is an evolution that sometimes you just stop and you take a breath and you look up at the beautiful day and you go, look how far we've come. Mm -hmm. Yes. And whatever relation. And so me me and my daughter, all of us, I mean, whoever it is, you just have those moments you go look where we were and look where we are and yeah. we couldn't have, we couldn't have done that had we not or had at least I not made the choices I made and and whoever or say it's my daughter she's made the choice to you know listen and be with me and so mm-hmm. I'm I feel myself being very fortunate in this world and and it also believe I believe it starts with love and being ourselves it's it's incredible to watch. I'm so I'm so happy to hear your story. What what's next? Are you getting married? I know you're engaged. Do you have a All wedding right, date plan? Wait on that one. Yeah. yeah. So go uh, ahead. I, we'll, we'll tell her what you think. Well, we, okay. <laughs> uh, the, 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 real, the real quick. You want the engagement thing? Sure. Okay. The really the way we do things. No. Okay. The way I do I see things. a lot of bling. By the way, yeah, a lot of bling. Listening. That's why we flashes, right? So one would think <laughs> the next step would be. We like to take things a little differently. Well, here's the thing. I was married for 37 years. Um, <laughs> what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I love it. I mean, I love being mm-hmm. married, and, mm-hmm. but I really love this relationship. And yes, we might do that. And mm-hmm. yes, we might have a big celebration and make it legal. Um, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a chicken attitude about marriage just because mm-hmm. it feels so good not to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love, but there's no, she's my person, period. End of the world. Done. This is it. You know, Done. so yeah, we we probably do something like that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, we had a lot of fun picking out rings, and and I never really said, "Will you?" Marry? I never really proposed. No, it wasn't like that. Tell them what I did. It was just a Tuesday at work, and you said, "Let's go pick out a diamond." Do you want one? I said, "Absolutely. <laughs> Why not?" It was a, it was in December of yeah. 2020, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we went and we went to our favorite place and. Um, Diamonds direct, and we know the owners, and yep. they were like, "Yes, this is great." They rolled out the red carpet. She found the most beautiful ring, and then I was like, "Oh wow, it's almost two o'clock. I have got a hair appointment." And, it was <laughs> and I'm like, "How about you text me pictures? Here's my credit card. I'll buy." You know, and that's how romantic that was. Yeah, and it took me like what? You would, it took you another year because no, nine months. Nine months. I was yes, if you knew that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Another nine months, and we went back, and you picked your favorite ring. Yeah, so now we have rings, and I just like the way we do it. Yeah, on you know our own speed at our own speed. I mean, that's what makes a relationship, and that's not trying to buck any traditions or say that there's a wrong way to do it. But Mm -hmm. I do think that that's the beauty of being at the stages where we are. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've had children, grandchildren, and I have children. We're not doing like the next step. We're just enjoying. We don't have to stop now, get married, have children. Yeah. There's no script. In a beautiful way. Yeah. 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 Plus, you know, plus life has been interesting in the last couple of years. I mean, life got in Mm -hmm. the way. We Mm -hmm. had 
we had a lot of business. I had a lot of personal things with my family going mm-hmm. on. And, um, mm-hmm. We had to, you know, put other things uh, again, not in front of us, but always you're weighing what's more important in life right now. Yes. The relationship is important, but what do we got to get done? So mm-hmm. um, we had to, we had some personal things we had to work with. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. So, um, any, what's on the bucket list? What else is on the bucket list for well, you all? Business. Oh, oh, we, well, you want to know business or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give well, us, hey, give us both. Okay. Give us both. Okay. But, well, we're excited because it's fun. I mean, I'm still the owner and, you know, and just the one. Anyway, the two of <laughs> us have been traveling a little bit. We went yep. down to Charleston. We, we are getting ready to make an announcement on September 17th. Okay. Of an opening of a new Hilliard Studio Method that nice. will be at a, we will tell you on the 17th. Where <laughs> okay. And so we're expanding the business a little bit now and physically. And so we wanted to do that mm-hmm. pre-COVID, or I wanted to do it pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, then COVID hit and then lots of other personal things, not our relationship, but things with my sure. family that I had to take care of. Yep. So we, um, we put that on hold. Yep. And now it's like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. So we're talking to two other areas, two other cities. Okay. Um, but we've got one signed, sealed, and delivered, but we have to wait until this person is in, back in the country so that we can make the announcement on September okay. 17th. Okay. And, um, and then personally, we the, we the beauty of working together is we love to work together. Right. But we also, we... To me, my business and my personal life have always been the same thing. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't even want to disconnect them. Mm-hmm. So, but we are, we're, we like to travel, right? We like to travel the world and we like to plan trips. So it's we're, yeah. So we're, <laughs> the, the, nothing planned. We don't really have, our bucket list stays empty because we just hit it hard. We go, yep. you know, we go whenever her daughter's on in camp or something, we go to, we were in South of France for 18 days. I'm like, that's not enough days. We need more days. <laughs> that's lovely we do as much uh, you know life is short no matter how old you Mm -hmm. are I'm definitely on the the farther end of the spectrum now on the age part Mm -hmm. but I don't care if I was 38 instead of 68 I would want to really embrace how joyful this time is and and you know with just we're having fun and uh having fun also includes business expansion right oh I'm so (laughs) thrilled for you it has been such a pleasure meeting you both. Thank and I you. and I, I need to come down to the studio or take a streaming class on your website. I was looking Please into do. that. You know you get yep. a week three. We were just okay. I'm oh, good to know. know. Sign up online, hillyardstudiomethod.com and week free, baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, you should come in and we'll just do it together. I'll do it. Yes. So I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need some one-on-one assistance. I'm yeah. yeah, we need <laughs> exactly to do that. I need somebody to lay hands on me. Um, and then um, tell us what your socials are and then how people can find you. So I'm Lee Canelli, just mm-hmm. first last name on Instagram. And that's where I live. That's okay. it. Simple. She is simple. You got all the details. I'm the same. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, at Liz Hilliard, HSM. Okay. On Instagram and Liz Hilliard mm-hmm. on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And then um it's Hilliard Studio Method as well on mm-hmm. all the different networks. So Good. Yeah, we are out there and uh, lots of things are coming down the pike. And so follow us if you can, and we'll, we'll let you know what's coming up. And I'm really Great. excited about an article literally coming out tomorrow. 
So that's great. I'll, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, if you'll send it over to me, the other oh, thing yeah. I was, I always ask my guests is, do they have a favorite charity? I'd like to, to, um, promote charities yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is the best question of the day, but oh, good. Well, okay. Real quick story. My grandson, mm-hmm. Cameron, yep. been referencing a lot with family issues had, um, cancer and oh. last year, he mm. spent a year at St. Jude hospital and mm. then where my daughter and son-in-law had to move mm. and this was very hard and so um lee and her daughter what tell them the story real quick about yeah you started this uh so my daughter plays soccer runs cross country and saw a sign for saint jude race walk last year and she mm. said well why don't we create a team for team your grandson team cameron, cameron gray and so we did that. And I think people for however long had been waiting for an opportunity to support your daughter and her family because they're mm. known in the community and everybody loves them. Um, and in a matter of a week, we raised $72,000. Oh my goodness. From the fall to the end of the year, $111,000 for St. Jude. So it was just a miraculous, amazing experience so we're doing it again this year on October 1st we will have celebration okay. studio um celebrating Cameron at being healthy and home lots of fun things and all his favorite things for the day and um in both of our bio links and we can include yes. it here if you like would be a link to donate all the money goes directly to Saint lovely Jim. oh to that's team great Cameron what a hashtag team Cameron Gray. yes okay Good. Well, um, I'm, thank you so much for sharing that part of your story. And I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that I brought that up and I, I wish him all the, all the help. Thank you. He deserves. Absolutely. Um, it was so lovely to have you. I really appreciate your time and we will look forward to hearing more. Thanks so much, Laurie. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.